Welcome to the Top 10 Gardener with Master Gardener, Ken Lane. Gardening can be challenging, but with Ken's tips, tricks, and top 10 advice, you'll reap huge rewards. Now welcome your garden host, Ken Lane. And welcome to this week's edition of The Mountain Gardener. Your host, Ken Lane, here every week talking about the landscapes of northern Arizona. And, and okay, it's, it's February. Um, we're not quite... In the garden mode, actually, I've, I've done quite a bit of gardening. Planted a few plants, evergreens, wanted to get those in. Fruit trees are in. My garden soils are pre prepared. Uh, we, I've, I've insulated many of the root balls with some shredded cedar bark. I kind of feel like I'm on top of it. And then it snows. I mean, such a heavy snow this week. This is how the snows are through March in the mountains of Arizona. They're very heavy and wet, and, and it, it only gets worse because March is even a heavier, wetter. It's kind of a wet cycle for us. It's a good thing. Your plants love snow in the landscape because it doesn't just rain and run off. It actually sits there, percolates, and penetrates, and it pushes deeper that moisture into the root zone. Evergreens love this. Fruit trees love this. Lilacs, will find you'll find they bud up very nicely because it's had some snow. It's a real good thing for your plants. That's why it's good to plant your, let's say, maples or aspens or fruit trees before they wake up. While they're still here in this, this cooler climate, they prefer that. Now, I, I planted a, a three Arizona cypress. That's no, I had staked them, luckily. This is why I say stake. All your trees should be staked. That snow came up and they were just... They were leaning over, just weeping from the weight of all that heavy snow. Went, took a brush, a broom, and just dusted off. They perked right back up. They're, the sun got on them. So, so when you see a snow event like this, you really do want to go out into your landscape, put the, put the gaiters on, put some nice rubber boots on, and go out and just knock the weight of that snow off. It'll perk them right back up. It also does a, another thing. It, it Snow buries plants so they can't see the sun. And so if you take some of that snow off, it allows them to warm up, allows them to perk up, take in the sunlight. They actually get more sun because it's reflecting off the snow and it, you've taken that snow off their branches. They like this. It's a good thing. If you were to plant a spruce tree, let's say you had that living Christmas tree. And you planted that out in the yard, which would be fine in January. That's great. Uh, this snow would have, you didn't stake it. It would have gone, whoop, flopped right over, more than likely. Just, it wouldn't have damaged it. You just have to go back out, park it back up, try to pack the soil around. Um, so staking trees is important in the mountains of Arizona. I would say more so than anywhere else because of this wet, heavy effect of the snow and with this prevailing southwest wind that, that, that blows on your plants as they're just starting to leaf out. So it starts in March, and that, that prevailing southwest wind doesn't stop until the monsoons come in July. And so as they start to leaf out, they'll start catching that wind. They start leaning to the northeast, and then you got a tree that's leaning on you. And once that, that tree ring solidifies, it stays that way. It is hard to get a tree to go back. Once it's once it's used to growing with a with a dog leg or or leaning towards the northeast, it is hard to get it back. In fact, I would say impossible to get it back to sort of staking. 
super, super important uh, if you're planting trees, any kind of tree, any size tree. Now, I'll only keep that Arizona cypress. I planted 15-gallon Arizona cypress. They're as tall as I am. They're starting to see some, some size to them. Uh, they'll really grow this spring. I'll probably let them grow, oh, no more than 18 months, probably a year. And I'll test them. I'll go, oh, can you guys go off your stakes now? So I'll take them off as soon as I can. Uh, but I, I'll leave them on for about a year to maybe that second growing season. Then I'll take the stakes off. Some of you are leaving your stakes on way too long. I mean, it's just <laughs> the trees are holding the stakes up now. You just don't need that. But that, that's the reason I say stake, stake since last falls, you know, Fall is for planting trees, especially. Uh, the next best time is now. That's why I say staking is so important. Getting that soil amended is so important. Uh, you, I've been saying, I've been preaching for the last month to friends and family. Water your landscape. Water, water, water. We haven't seen moisture in so long. Finally, this week, we got enough moisture. I mean, this was a, a real moisture event. The other storms we've had had a dusting of snow, but it was hardly anything. There just wasn't enough moisture to, to be had in it. This one actually had some serious moisture, which is good. Your landscape's going to love that. Your, your, your ponderosa pines, your pinions are going to love this. They're going to they're gonna thrive on it. In fact, you'll find as soon as this warms up right after this, you get a 60, high 50-day event. It is going to ignite the daffodils. They're going to see your buds on your lilacs. going to just take off. Uh, this is a tremendous time to be putting wildflowers down. I couldn't think of it. I've actually taken my wildflowers and thrown them on top of a snow event like this. It worked out even better. It was amazing because as that snow melted, it percolated down and just buried the seed for me in the yard. It was great. So poppies, your echinaceas, those blended seeds that you have. We've got a butterfly mix a butterfly and hummingbird mix we put together. The flowers, the wild perennial flowers that they are naturally uh, attracted to, we created a, a wildflower mix for us at this altitude that is just like magic. This type of snowy event is, is the perfect time to put those wild seed out in the yard because they thrive on this snow. Now, what will happen is, if you don't take that weight off of those trees, uh, off of your, even my lilacs took in the chin. The lilacs were just weighted down with all this snow. They were like, the, they were part in the middle, just kind of separated down. Like I just took that snow off of there, took the weight off, and they perked right back up. What happens is with our winter snows, as soon as this uh, storm system clears out, there's this major cold event that happens. just gets real bitter cold right afterwards. And so what you don't want is that tree. Let's say it's a, a spruce tree or, or fast-growing deodor cedar. This is the top start to weep and start to lean over with all that snow, the weight of that snow. Then that cold comes and that that the sap freezes within inside of that, that tree, which is fine. It's, it's okay for that. It, they don't mind the freezing. But what it does is it almost solidifies that weep, that droopiness to the tree it forces it to stay that way. Sometimes I've seen this happen over the years where they, they don't come back. They just stay this weepy, this weepy look. So I'm real sensitive. I'd like to take that so that so the top pops right back up and starts to go. I don't I don't want the freeze to come right after the storm and then solidify, freeze that that sap, and then it just 
stays this weepy, droopy spruce. You, know, you get these beautiful swooping branches that are so majestic. They're native. I mean, Spruce Mountain is right here just outside of Prescott. They're, they're magnificent, a great plant for here. Good time to plant one. You're good to go. But if the snow comes and it gets this, now it's not, now this, not this beautiful majestic branch. Now they're weeping down, hanging from all this weight. And then it freezes. All of a sudden it can keep that form from that point forward. So just slightly sweep the snow off so they perk right back up. Nope, don't clean them off so there's no snow. It's fine. Not that, just that big, bulky, heavy snow. They're not going to like that or it can do some damage. So with that being said, I say you can actually cut back on the watering. So I say water twice a month, even in the middle of winter, especially during the middle of winter. So people have been asking me where I go. Should I be watering? I'm like, yeah, I've been saying that on the radio for, for two months now. Yes. Uh, but you told me I didn't have to. No, I did not tell you that. I would never tell you that. I've been preaching. Plants use moisture in Arizona. They use moisture even in winter. So in Wisconsin, in Michigan, Minnesota, they don't because you've got eight foot of frost line. They're, they're frozen. Here, plants aren't frozen. They're still, they're moving slowly, but they're still moving. So you want to hydrate them every once in a while. Uh, before this storm hit, I made sure because I didn't know what was going to happen. I went and I watered by hand, took the hose out and watered all my container gardens and my more sensitive uh, raised bed garden, just, just to make sure there. I didn't know how much moisture was coming in the storm. I thought, oh, I'm just giving insurance, watered them. And now they're, they'll come through just fine with all that. Okay. We got a lot in store for you. I have Lisa Waters Lane coming in with your garden questions right after this. Hi, Waters with the Plants of the Week and our Double Pink Linton Rose. Stunning double pink flowers dangle from this amazing perennial. And this flower stands apart from the rest for its tremendous color impact that starts in midwinter and then holds its blooms right through spring. So tough it's rarely bothered by bugs and completely deer proof. Waters Garden Center. 1815 Iron Springs Road in Prescott, where people who love new pink perennials, they love to shop. You're listening to Garden Master Ken Lane, owner of Waters Garden Center in Prescott. Join his daily podcast for timely garden advice, seasonally right for the gardens. Ken can be found throughout the week at Waters Garden Center in Prescott or through his website at top10gardener.com. <laughs> 